Episode 57 of the Geek Heart Games Podcast. I am your host, Cody Tietrich, alongside my best friend, Sam Suvak. Sam, how's it going? It's going pretty good. How about you? It's going pretty well. Having a, you know, life's life's going great. You know, video games are coming out. It's pretty awesome. Good. Yeah. Yeah. You cut out. I didn't hear what you said. I said I'm doing pretty good. Okay. I thought you said something else. There. I should have fucked with you. I'm like, I was doing, I should, I'm doing terrible. It's the worst. Why am I here? <laughs> um... I will say, like, lately my contacts have been really dry, so, like, I've been blinking a lot, and it's like, I don't know. I need to get some rewetting drops or something, because it's not going well. But other than that, it's good. So, That's good. Yeah. Well, we're here to talk about video games. I know everyone enjoyed our little knitting section from last week, but I mean, hey. Right. Uh, so, real quick, I just want to hit on, uh, so I went to a bowling alley last Friday, uh, and I got to try out something cool, something I haven't done in a very long time. They had an arcade there, which going to arcades is apparently a thing lately. Apparently. Um, but they had Guitar Hero Arcade Edition. Okay. Sam, I haven't played Guitar Hero in a very long time. Like, we're talking like PS2, PS3 kind of Guitar Hero era. Like, I love Guitar Hero. So. I love Guitar Hero. Yeah. Like, I was like, I was playing and I was like, oh my god. Why don't they still come out with these things? And so the arcade like, has like an actual guitar. Yeah, it has there the actual you're... guitar. Yeah. Cool. Um, I'll never like so like for guitar for me was like just we always got them like I don't and like those things were expensive, dude. Like the guitars were so expensive. Mm-hmm. I can see why they didn't make a lot of money. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, and so I was I was with some friends and we were uh, I was playing with another person. And they were playing on, like, the hard difficulty where you got to do the orange and the oh, blue. Yeah. yeah. Not for me. I'm a, I'm a first three kind of person. Red, green, and yellow, I got you. Like, that's me yeah. all day. Yeah. You add in blue and orange, I, I'm i useless. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, also, uh, what was it? Rock band? Could never do the drums. Could never do those. Guitar Hero, I was like, I'll do the guitar. I'm all right. Do you know, I mean, Guitar Hero, you also could have drums. You could have drums and a really? microphone with guitar. Yes. Because I had a microphone. I had two I guitars. I got a microphone. I got the drum set. So, like, nice. I had, I could have, like, the full band sometimes, like, oh, if I had okay. people over. So. I was terrible at the drums. Like, I was just awful. I was okay. Fun fact, in high school, I, I had a drum, like, an actual drum set because I wanted to learn to play Ooh. the drums. Uh, Cause I mean I really like it, but also I'm like super shy and I don't like mm. to perform or have people hear me doing things. And so like I would only want to like play the drums when no one was home. Um, and so it just like it kind of fell off. It was a waste, but it's a good time. I enjoyed them while I while I did it. So yeah, yeah. yeah so like just it was, it was really cool to like go play Guitar Hero for like ten minutes and like. I kind of want Guitar Hero to make a comeback because I would buy a Guitar Hero guitar and play. Like, I've still got it on my Wii. I can like bust it out anytime. It's... Oh, dude, I still have a Wii. I could totally go get that for the Wii. Probably pretty cheap, man. Probably. So, uh, and it, it played. It was played really well on the Wii too. So, um, I I'm ha- now thinking about it. I'm not like, ooh, where can I, I go? I you not anymore, but I used to be able to play really well Guitar Hero, and I could do the hard with all five colors. Oh. Um, there's this song "Love Spreads" by the Stone Roses, and I love that song. And like that was my song. I could play the shit out of that song. So, 
I, I miss it. I should go play that too. That's good. Guitar Hero, so good. What songs did you play? Oh, I have no idea. The uh, the guy was picking some real like <laughs> ones I've never heard of. Uh-huh. Like I like when I played Guitar Hero, there were five songs. It was like Heart Shaped Box, um, <laughs> something by Guns N' Roses, like. There was only five songs I ever played. I only played the songs I liked. I didn't like go try to master yeah. all of them. I was like, ah, I just want to play the songs I really want to hear right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was picking some songs for bands I've never heard of, and I was like, eh, whatever, I'm just here to play. Um, <laughs> well, because he was playing with his girlfriend at the time, and like she was like, I think the controller's broken, and I was, I was gonna be like, oh, you have to hit the the little fender bar, like you have to hit that to like when yeah. you hit buttons. Oh, did she not get like, that? She didn't. She didn't know that, and so I was like, I was like, oh, like I should say something. You should have. She's something. like. And then she just, just kind of handed it off to me, and I was like, oh, you just got to do this. And she's like, oh, okay. And I was like, oh, I, I didn't know. I'm sorry. But I guess I played guitar. I was having fun. That's cool. Um, That's cool. Also, air hockey. Cool man. Like, yeah. when you're, like, really into air hockey, I was sweating. I was, like, way too into air hockey that night. Don't know what was going on. I, I, didn't, I don't care for air hockey very much. It's it's all right. Yeah. When when we were little, uh, we had a little small air hockey table in the basement that we could play, Ooh. and we played it sometimes. But it was just you know, it's not really my thing. So okay, but yeah. Well, Sam, why don't you tell me about something that is your thing, like New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe? Okay, this is totally my thing, you guys. Um, I because you know I've talked about this before how much I love this game, right? So. This weekend, we were kind of having a little family get-together because I had to go over to my parents' house to use TurboTax to do my taxes. And so my sister said she'd come. And I was like, all right, well, we'll just come. We'll play games. It'll be fun. Um, so last time, what? <laughs> I'm coming over to do my taxes. Let's make a day of it. <laughs> like, I love well, that Well, so no, much. but here's the thing. My parents live, like, 45 minutes outside of town. Uh-huh. So it's a little trek to get out there. So, mm. I mean, if you're going to go that far anyway... Like, you might as well make a day yeah. out of it. We don't see them that often. So it's like, you know, let's let's do this. Um, but yeah, so last time we were together, we'd played... I just bring my Switch and my dock, and we play some stuff. And we played Mario Kart last time, and then, like, a ton of Jackbox. And, you know, they had a good time and stuff. But, like, my dad and my stepmom, they, I mean, they don't play video games. It's probably yeah. been, like, years since they've actually played something besides Jackbox. Um, so... You know, I had it set up. I was scrolling through the games. I'm like, what, what do you guys want to play? You know, because I mean, there's not, I don't have a lot. I mean, it's pretty much going to be Mario Kart or Jackbox again. And then I saw that I had new Super Mario, Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe on there. And I was like, huh, you know what? Because I mean, four people can play on this. Um, Dad and Linda are not probably going to be great at it. I don't know if they would enjoy this. So I was like, okay, well, this is where we would all play four on the screen together. It'd be complete chaos. And my dad was like, well, yeah, let's do that. Chaos sounds fun. <laughs> I was like, go dad. All right. Um, so we got it and we set it up in, I think I've mentioned this before. So you, someone can play as Nabbit and the Nabbit character doesn't take any damage from enemies. Oh, okay. So really yeah. all you got to worry about is jumping and trying not to fall down holes. Um, so I was like, okay, Linda can play as Nabbit. And then my dad, I was like, you can play as a Toadette so that then you can get the crown and be Princess Peach. And like, it'll be easier for you because you can like do your floaty jumps and stuff. So they were like, all right. And then my sister, who's usually like, she's usually like the, the weak link when we play games, but like she was my big guns here. Cause like in comparison, like she knows how to play this game. She's played this game yeah. a lot. So, um, so yeah, we started playing and they were, uh, they were gung ho about it and having a good time, you know? 
it it is that that chaos that it's a beautiful chaos that happens when you get four people playing that game together because you're all just like jumping around and landing on each other or like somebody jumps right when you're jumping and they boost you like way high up when you don't mean to go and so like stuff just happens and it's it's chaos and also um you can pick up the other characters and carry them which ah, okay. we've, we've done that before um and then as as my sister found out when you're playing as yoshi you can eat the other characters and keep them in yoshi's mouth for a little while um but yeah the sad thing is if you're playing as nabbit you don't get to use a yoshi and you don't get to use the fire flowers or the ice flowers so yeah hmm. But, you know, you don't take any damage from enemies, so yeah. it's pretty good. Uh, and everyone did a really good job, you know? They, they like, got their, their jumping down. My stepmom, Linda, she got the first part of the wall jump, so she could, like, do it once and get over to the other side, but she, she didn't quite get the other side, so we had to go back and go a different route to get her back up. But, I mean, she was learning it. I was like, I was so impressed with her. Um, but yeah, we had, a, we had a really good time. We played through the whole first world. Um, and we, I mean, there's the part, there's always the part where like the path di diverges and you can like go yeah. to one level or the other. So we skipped one level because it was, um, it looked like it was going to be like a really jumping heavy level. I was like, let's just avoid that. We'll go this other way. Yeah. Um, but like we got through the mini castle. We got through to the main boss. Um, oh yeah. In the, in the mini castle, uh, my stepmom is Navit. Just like she wrecked house. She was just like, here, I'm just going to go over and jump on this guy because I'm not taking damage. I was like, dude, we were done so fast. Um, but yeah, we had a good time. And uh, okay. So after we beat that world, it's time for a bathroom break. And I was like, all right, do you guys want to like, what do you guys want to do? Because I'm like, they're probably tired of this now. They probably want to like switch and play something else. But they were like, no, it's cool. I mean, we can keep playing if you want. And I was like, well, my hand's kind of starting to hurt because those freaking tiny controllers. Yeah. And like, also I've been having trouble with my joints. Um, so I was like, well, you know, maybe we should. So then we switched and played some more Jackbox because we always have fun with Jackbox. So. Yeah, I was I was pretty happy with uh with my new Super Mario Brothers because I love when you can get four people and you get everyone on on screen playing together and uh, we had a good time. So yeah, it's good. Yeah, sounds like a good time. Yeah, but I need to need to do that with my Switch soon. So yeah, yeah, need to find a little party game play. All right, so that was uh, new Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. Sam. Oh wait, 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 Cody. Uh, do you know what time it is? Did you check the time? No, what is the time? It's morphin' time! Oh, nice. All right, I see I was just fast asked. Do you want me to start with something I'm disappointed in or something I'm really loving? All right. That works, too. I like that. That was good. I thought of dude. that right before the podcast. I'm, um, I'm glad I remembered it. Okay. Nice. Um, all right, yeah. So, I was pleasantly shocked to find that there's a Power Rangers game coming out. Uh, and it came out. It was uh, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. And it's a fighting game. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, I'm not the best at fighting games. But it's Power Rangers. And, like, legitimately, I have a shelf back here of Power Ranger Funko Pops. I fucking love the Power Rangers. It's, like, my jam. Yeah. Um, and so this is by the people who made the mobile game Legacy Wars. Um, and I played that a lot. You've heard me talk about it. And I was like, cool. Like, they're just... It's coming out on a console, pretty much. And they're just changing mm -hmm. the name. That's awesome. I'm so excited. Um, Who boy. This was not good. This is... Mm, this was... That's too bad. So I was like, uh, so it's all okay. So I just say, it's $20. Yeah. I don't know if I'm paying for what I get. Oh, uh, shit. 
I mean, I pre-ordered because they were like, oh, we're going to give you a theme, a Power Rangers yeah. theme. And I was like, fuck yeah, I yeah. want that. It's the Green Ranger fighting the Red Ranger. I was like, it's fuck dynamic. yeah, that? Yeah, uh, kind of, they, they're kind of, mo- it's not like super dynamic. <laughs> they're kind of moving towards each other. Okay. They're kind of stationary. Does it have special it's still music? Cool. No. Okay. Um, all right. So let's like, let's talk about some positives before I get into the negatives. Um, animation wise, this game is really good looking. Okay. I feel like for a $20 game, it is pretty stunning how good the stuff looks. Uh, the characters look really nice. Uh, that's about it. All right. Oh, uh, let me know. The oh. fighting. I, see, I'm bad at fighting games, so yeah. I don't know how good yeah. the fighting is. Yeah. Because, like, I'm used to button mashing. Mm-hmm. If you're a button masher, it works great for you, I feel, because I get, like, really high combos. Um, I did. I tried to do online. You have to do, like, three practice matches against computers first. Before they let you play against other players. And I was like, that's kind of stupid. Because there's a training mode. And there's an arcade mode. Which is their story mode. Okay. Um, story mode is in very fucking loose quotations there. You'll find out in a second. Um, <laughs> Alright, so yeah, that's, those are the positives. Okay. Animations are really cool. The fighting's okay. Okay. Let's get into the negatives. Okay. Um, so this is one of those fighting games, similar to Marvel vs. Capcom, where you pick... Except for the most recent Marvel vs. Capcom, where you pick three characters. You have a team of characters. Okay. Sam, would you like to take a guess? How many characters are on the roster? Four. A little bit more than that. Oh. Six. A little bit more? Let's go. I don't think this is going the way you intended. I'm so sorry. Nine. Nine. Nine? Nine fucking characters. Well, okay, but how many Power Rangers are there? Like, actual, like, Power Rangers? Yes. Three. That's there not th- what I meant, but that's even more disappointing. <laughs> okay. There are three Power Rangers, three villains. Oh, no. All right. Four Power Rangers, three villains. Uh, I'm so pissed off about this one. There's a character <laughs> named Mastodon Sentry. He's from the comic book, Battle for the Grid. Okay. He's a soldier that has the Black Rangers, like, abilities. Okay. He is in no way a Power Rangers character. And then there's a guy named Magnum Defender, who's not a Power Ranger. He was, like, a side character in one of the seasons. So he's technically kind of a Power Ranger. Okay, not in this game, but just in... The universe, like, how many Power Rangers are there? So that, like, if they all had all the Rangers, like, how many characters would there be? A fucking shit ton. And you pick <laughs> nine characters. And one of them is not even a Power Ranger. Or a Power Ranger villain. It's a Mastodon Sentry. It's just a fucking, like, grunt. Is it cute? Is it is no. it a person or no. is it an animal? It's, a, it's, it's like it's a, a person. person. Okay. Like, and he's got, like, a giant rifle. And Maybe he's a fan favorite that people liked. No. Is it possible that later in the game more characters unlock? No, because would you like to know how they're going to make you unlock characters? Money. You buy a $15 battle pass, which gives you a skin for the Red Ranger, and then the three characters that they're going to slowly release. Are the three new characters Power Rangers? They, they haven't announced who they are. 
<laughs> so hey, you released a fighting game where you have to make teams of three uh, with nine characters. Um, if we eliminate characters who are from the comic books, because you know there are a subsection of Power Rangers fans who probably never read the comic books, sure. Uh, you take out those three characters, you're down to six characters. You have a mobile game, Legacy Wars, that they are basing this game off of, that has 50 plus fucking characters, and you picked nine for the starting roster. This sounds like it should have been a free game. am livid. Like, I was, I'm like, like, how do you think that's okay? Like, I don't understand. Like, and like, I'm not even mad as like a video game person. I'm mad as a Power Rangers fan, because this is fucking a slap to the face. And then we want to like go into it like so like in the comics they introduced Lord Draken who is an alternate universe un- alternate universe version of Tommy Oliver. Okay. He's a character. Cool. Guess what? So it's a fucking Green Ranger. So you got two Tommy Olivers. <laughs> and then like I don't know the like non like traditional Mighty Morphing Power Ranger characters they picked are so fucking random. Yeah. Like, there's a yellow ranger from one season, uh, like, recent. There's a random ranger I've never even heard of from a season I watched before. And then, like, I just, uh, I don't understand, like, how, like, yeah. who was sitting down to select these characters to go into the game? And I really want to know who the three new characters are going to be releasing over time yeah. are going to be. I just... And, like, I'm disappointed because, like, Legacy Wars is a good game. Like, yeah. it's a mobile game, so it's a little, like, hey, give us your money. Yeah. But, like, how did you think releasing this on consoles was going to be okay? Um, and then, like, I was doing some research because, like, I, I didn't fucking get to do online. And the online is very bad. The servers are not very good, apparently. There's a lot of disconnecting. Uh, and, like, it's ranked. Like, it's a ranked online play <laughs> thing. So disconnects are not good. Um, It'd be interesting to see how many people are on the leaderboard to see how many people are playing. Actually, I just, I'm just, I'm really disappointed because like this, like we haven't ever had like a really good Power Rangers game. Yeah. And like I was like, I feel like this could have been it. Like you should have just gone the extra mile and like I don't know, maybe pick fucking characters that make sense. Like cody as we may discuss later in this episode sometimes there's things going on behind the scenes in game development that you don't you don't know you don't understand the full story and perhaps there's reasons why things turned out the way they did unfortunate reasons unfortunate reasons yeah but in any case i feel really bad for you because i know how much you love the power rangers like i i I don't don't like it's twenty dollars i was like Mm -hmm. i can pay twenty dollars i just expected at least something yeah. worth it. Yeah, I just... I don't know what I expected, really. Like... Yeah. And then, like, I as I, like, I loaded in, I was like, all right, let's do some training. You know, I want to kind of get the feel of it. Yeah. And, like... I'm not the best at fighting games. But I feel like, I, you know, I can get some pretty, like, decent combos going. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if, like, there's just, like, a safeguard in this game where, like, you can't get a hit... Like a combo higher than a certain number because like I couldn't get anything really going. Like I was trying to do like in fighting games is a thing called like uh I forget the technical term. I call it floating. It's just like where the character like keeps staying in the air because you keep knocking oh, them uh-huh. back up and mm-hmm. like you keep a combo going that way. It's like you're and, like, juggling. I was them. juggling, juggling. That's the yeah. fucking word. Mm-hmm. Um, I was trying to do that 
and I couldn't yeah. get anything going. Like the highest combo I hit was earlier. I loaded up the arcade uh, thing because that's their story mode, which we'll talk about that in a fucking second. Oh my god. Um, and the only way I hit a combo was uh, they do give you like you can pick between like two Megazords or a giant version of Goldar, uh, one of the like villains from mm-hmm. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and like if like if a circle lights up, you can hit like uh, the two bumpers and either the Megazords or Goldar will start attacking across the screen and like you can do some really good damage with it. The only way I got a combo past 10 was I like started to juggle them, got a little bit of a juggle going and then the Dragon Zords like tail came in and it got me a combo up to 16. I was like, all right, whatever, I'll take it. Um, Their arcade mode. Is there attempt at a fucking story mode, I guess? I don't even know. Um, Like... They, I guess they try to make it by whatever character you pick first is like your character that's going on. Um, so like I picked Lin was my first character and then I picked some characters around it. And then like I played through and then like there's seven stages. At stage five, it starts becoming boss fights. And the boss fights are like one character with like multiple like levels of bars. Like... So it's like, oh, this character has technically five health bars. Um, and that was interesting design choice, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, it's not even, like, the first one that it happens. Uh, I guess, like, stage five for me was I was fighting myself. I was fighting the Lord Dragon. I was like, okay, whatever. Um, do you, wait, do you pick who you get to play as in the arcade story mode? Yeah, yeah, you can okay. you build your team how you want. Uh, okay. And then stage six was Goldar, and like there was a little bit of banter, and I was like, okay, I guess this is a story mode. All of a sudden, whatever. It's only been six stages, where so nothing like, else has been said. Oh wow! So it's just six stages of like fighting, and then you get to Goldar, and he yeah, talks a little bit. Did, yeah, that you like talk shit to each other, and I was like, okay, That's whatever. You, you tried it, yeah. I guess. I, um, but yeah, because I was like, I was reading it, and I was like, oh, it's like, this sucks that, like, and like, there's no, like, time frame on the three new characters they're adding. Like, is it going to be, like, all at once? Is it going to be, like, sprinkled? Mm-hmm. Like, how a season pass kind of thing usually is? And I was just like, I don't, like, how did y'all think this was okay? Oh, God. And so I'm interested to see, like, because, like, the Power Rangers, like, trademark just got passed on to Hasbro. Mm hmm. And I want to see how they're going to react to the backlash about this. Because, like, Power Le- Legacy Wars, the mobile game, is a good game. Like, yeah. people like it. Like, so, like, who knows? Maybe this was, like, their first attempt at making a console game. And they were giving it the old college trial. Yeah. I mean, they made a good-looking game. Um, the fighting feels okay at times. Uh, we, I should say the music... I guess they couldn't get the licensing for the <laughs> official Power Rangers music. So they have like, it starts and it's like, you can kind of hear the like, the Power Rangers theme song playing like from the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers song. And then it just turns into like some kind of rock and roll music. And I was like, this, this isn't even fucking it. How do they, how do they have licensing to make the game, but don't have licensing for the song? I don't That's know. So and like, weird. and then like, I've watched a good number of Power Rangers seasons. Like, yeah. like some of the more recent ones I haven't watched. And like, there are just songs playing and I'm like, this, this is nothing. Like, you just found some like, 
You just went on Google and were like, free music, let's let's do this. Like, we've all been there. As this... Uh, uh, and like, Byron and I both really like Power Rangers, so I like messaged him and said, hey man, you probably saw this. I'm letting you know. Save your $20. Yeah. It's not worth it. Like, yeah. the fact that I would have to pay an extra 15 to possibly get three new characters, I'm a little pissed off about. I'm yeah. going to keep playing it to see, like... Because, like, I just... Uh... Well, at least you get on the online and see how that goes. Yeah, I want to see how the online plays. Like, mm-hmm. I want to know if, like, everything I'm reading about how, like, terrible the servers are is true. Um, and, like, there is some novelty that I get to play as the Power Rangers and, like, fight. Some of them. Like, some of them, yeah. Fucking, like, I oh, God. The second I was, like, scrolling and I was like, oh, look at all these characters. Nope, that's that, it. <laughs> that's, that's not a, that's not even a, that's not even a real character that is a grunt i just okay whatever uh so yeah that's uh that's cody's review of power rangers battle for the grid god fucking damn it (laughs) sam why don't you tell me about aparencia the stolen son i hope you enjoyed it a lot more than i enjoyed power rangers well to be perfectly honest i have a little bit of a love-hate relationship with this game so uh, Operancia the Stolen Sun, we talk, I talked about it last week because it was one of the ones coming to Game Pass, and so it came just this last Friday, and um, I was excited to play it. it. I didn't actually know what it was, mm-hmm. really. Um, I knew that there was turn-based combat, and it was like a fantasy setting because like some of the scenery artwork like reminded me of Kingdoms of Amalur. And also the music in this game kind of reminds me of it a lot too, so I like that a lot. Um, so, but this is a dungeon crawler RPG, um, kind of in the D and D style, Dungeons and Dragons style. So, okay. like you have, you know, like your strength, agility, intelligence, wisdom, and vigor, and so you have different stat points for those that influence things. And then, like you have like a whole column full of other things like critical chance and evade chance and different stuff that you can level up as you as you level um it's a lot of stuff. i don't always you know i don't always read stuff i'm just like yeah it's fine it'll be great um oh the one, one thing i wanted to say so the cool thing it has um kind of three different settings at the beginning where you set kind of difficulty uh so the first one is just like just standard difficulty you know um the second one is do you want to have auto saves that happen or do you want to only have your manual saves and then the third one is the option to turn on permadeath if you were so inclined obviously i'm playing on easy all the freaking (laughs) auto saves and uh no permadeath no 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 no. so um uh but you make your character there's not like there's like a little bit of character creation as far as like visuals but not very much but i'm actually okay with that because like I don't want to spend a whole lot of time making a character because I'm pretty lazy. Um, but so you make your character, you select your class. I'm playing as like the mage class because I like throwing spells and stuff. Um, and so you go, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So this game starts out actually, uh, you're playing as like the king of the realm and you have to like immediately fight a three-headed dragon and you slay the dragon. You like make your kingdom safe. It's all great. Okay. And then it's like a, a cut to many years later and some bad stuff's happened. I think the king is dead. Uh, and then that's when you make your character and you start on your personal journey. Um, and 
Okay. So you, you start out, you go into this, you kind of, you have this vision and you follow it to this castle that's under the lake. So like the water's part and you go down into this castle that's like sunken, which seems cool. But really once you get in there, it's just like a typical dungeon and it's not very interesting to look at. And it's very maze-like and it's kind of like, I was really disappointed that that's how it started because this places that you go later are really cool looking and really interesting and like so much more unique than just like a boring old dungeon. So I was kind of disappointed that it started that way. Um, but yeah, so you get in and you have your uh, turn-based combat battles, which I really like the combat in this game. Um, You've got your hit points, and then you've got energy points that you can use to do your spells or your special attacks. And uh, some of your skills will inflict different types of damage, and so you can put status effects on enemies. You can get them put on you as well, uh, which I happened a lot. Like, I'll get status effects put on me, but I don't know what the little graphic means. So I'm like, I don't know what that status effect is, but I'm sure it's not good. So I just like have to wait each turn as I take damage. Um, and it's a lot of just kind of like balancing out, like, if you want to use your powerful stuff, it's going to deplete your energy. And then, like, you know, you can use your basic attacks, but they don't do a whole lot of damage. But And then there's also a skill where you can kind of just, like, guard, put your defense up. And it also charges a little bit of your energy. Um, and so, like, like, my hit points were always, like, pretty much okay. Uh, but I was always trying to, like, get my energy up. So I would, like, you know, sometimes just, like, take some hits in some rounds just to, like, use my ability to, like gain more energy um and when you're outside of battle after battle when you go around you'll find little campfires and so if you were playing with just your manual saves like you would have to find a campfire to save um but you have to pick up firewood in order to uh do a rest like in dungeons and dragons you have a rest and that's where like you know you'll get fully refreshed on everything um like, later you'll get, like, some potions and stuff you can use. The only way to get those refreshed is to take a rest. And something about me, Cody, let me tell you this. So, I am a warrior and, like, a saver. Like, hardcore. Like, I'm like, Sorry. ugh. So, like, pretty much most of the time, like, I would have eight to ten pieces of firewood. And, like, so I'd be in a pretty good state. I'm like, yeah, I could go rest and, like, refill everybody. But then I'm like, you know what? No, I just, I don't want to spin the firewood just yet, even though I have so much of it. I'm like, probably it'll be okay if I go do this. And then, Cody, it was never okay. Never, <laughs> never once was it okay. I always should have rested with that firewood and got full up because, like, pretty much every time I thought it was going to be okay, it was like a boss fight, like right there. I was like, oh, I thought I was just about to like leave the world or level up or something. No, no, it was another boss fight. So I was like, well, so I would advise to, you know, spend your wood. That's what it's for. Get yourself fully refreshed. Um, all right. You unlock uh, other characters that come join your party, right? Uh, I was a little disappointed because like the first three characters I meet that come join my party are all men. And I'm like, well, where, where are the other like badass ladies? But then after those, uh, you meet a couple real badass ladies. So I've got two women that have joined the party so far and they're both like really powerful and I like them a lot. Also, I found this other guy who, I don't know why, but he talks like Yoda and he's kind of like, 
kind of like seems to have like shaman powers because like his stuff is like he'll transform into the spirit of the raven or the spirit of the wolf and i'm not at all interested in it because like it's not stuff that does damage it's more like bluffs him hmm. it's more of a it's more of a druid what i'm sorry a druid there that's yes that makes sense um but yeah so but i've been having i've been having fun with that um like as you go, you're you're getting bits of the story. Oh, the whole thing—it's called the Stolen Sun because someone has stolen the sun, and the land is in darkness right now. And so you're trying to, you know, get this figured out and get the sun back up. That's like your ultimate goal here. Um, as as you're going, like different characters will talk and tell you little bits of the story, little bits of their backstory. Um, sometimes when you go to the campfire when you first get there, someone will like kind of take over and tell you a little bit of stuff, which is nice. But then also it distracts you. And then sometimes I would leave the campfire and forgot that I hadn't rested. And then I I go into battle. It was bad. Um, but yeah. Uh. That, so those are things that I like. So things that I don't like. So. You've got like a grid-based movement system, so like it's squares, and so you kind of have to do that like tank movement, like move up, turn, move, er, er. and I mean you can move your camera all around to kind of point yourself in different directions, but like you can't, you definitely can't walk on a diagonal, and it was, I had a lot of trouble with that. Sometimes I would walk, often I would walk into traps that I wasn't supposed to just because I couldn't like handle the movement very well. Yeah. Um, I'm getting more used to it. It's fine. Um, as, as I guess you would probably expect from a dungeon crawler, there's a lot of puzzles. You know how I feel about puzzles, Cody. Um, yeah. and let me tell you the really fun thing about playing an indie game on the day it comes out. There's no freaking walkthroughs nope. anywhere. There are no hints. There's nothing telling you how to do this stuff. I'm like, I'm like back in the dark ages playing this game where I have to figure everything out for myself. Like it's been 20 years since I've had to do that <laughs> pretty much. I'm like, oh my God. And let me tell you, so that's frustrating for me. And I probably would have stopped playing this game. Like I've been like, I don't, because... I've spent so much time just backtracking through areas, looking for something that's going to give me a clue as to like what I'm supposed to do, or even like if I know like, oh, I'm supposed to find these items, but like I can't find the items and I just walk around for a really long time investigating everything. So that's frustrating and I would have quit. But while I was playing this game, I was having an issue where my joints had been hurting really bad. Um, and so like, I couldn't really hold the controller and play a normal game uh, because of what was going on. So like this game I could play where I just kind of set my hands on top of the controller and like move the joysticks and then push the buttons. And it's like nothing, it's not time sensitive, nothing's urgent. So it's like, you just kind of take your time and go as you need to. And like, I didn't have to use my thumbs really. Uh, and so it was like really the only game that I could play at the time. So I was like, well, I guess I'm just going to keep playing it. Um, but you know, I eventually got through some stuff. There was some really useless hard puzzles like there's this one where there's these three circles on the ground right and you can turn the three separately and they've got animal shapes and you know you're supposed to get them aligned so that they make the correct animal right um and you had to put these four tiles around it that also have animals in them uh 
I, thinking like a normal person, would be like, okay, I've got to get these circles aligned so that all of the animals are correctly aligned, right? You would think that's what you need to do. I spent a long time on this, and then finally was like, wait, let me go stand in front of one of these. So, Because, like, you would get, like, the fish lined up, but then, like, nothing else would be lined up. Or you'd get the birds lined up, and then nothing else would line up. So what turns out what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to go stand in front of one of these tiles that has an animal shape, and you get the animal lined up just on that one, and then the tile will glow, like, oh, you got it. You got that animal. Okay. And then you go to the next tile and get the animal lined up right there. And, like, there's no way to get all of the animals lined up at the same time. Yeah, so it was yeah. just like, I how was I, like, why would... Why would you think that's what you should do there? Like, I don't, I don't understand. It's fine. Um, and then there's also stuff where, like, I feel like it didn't happen earlier in the game, but now that I'm getting later in the game, like, other characters in my party will say things that kind of give you a little hint yeah. of what you're supposed to do, which is handy. Although sometimes, like, I've, I've missed it. I'd be like, oh, wait, I think they just said something important, but I didn't catch it. And I'm like, oh. But I've reached a point now where there's somebody on YouTube who has been playing this game and has posted their video of playthroughs. So I can go check check in and I've gotten some stuff that's really helped me on that. So uh, I've been making progress. It's I don't know why, but it's addictive. I'm really liking it. Like I've played 14 hours of it so far. And to be honest, like 30 to 40% of that time was spent just wandering around looking for something so like for me to spend that much time in a game it's just it's ridiculous especially the way this game is but um but yeah it's fun once you get to these other levels the scenery and stuff is really cool like i i have to climb the world tree and so instead of like climbing the tree it's like it's kind of like my feet are just like walking up the side of the tree. So like the game is actually, the tree is horizontal and I'm walking like normal. Uh, but it's a pretty neat mechanic to be like maneuvering through these limbs and doing stuff. And then I just reached this place called the Copper Forest. And so like all of the trees and the land and stuff, it's got this burnished copper uh, feel to it. And it looks really cool. Um, and I've also just learned that there's also going to be a silver forest and a gold forest later on. So I'm sure those are going to look amazing too. Um, but yeah, it's it's been pretty cool. Um, oh, no. uh, oh, okay. So one of the other types of puzzles. So you can get potions. Well, actually, you get recipes to do, make potions, okay? And once you're at your campfire, you can make the potion. But it's a little logic puzzle, and you have to get like two or three ingredients but each ingredient has like three separate qualifications for what it is and so you just have to like read through the logic puzzle and like figure it out to like make the recipe which is pretty cool because like I like logic puzzles oddly like those are ones that I pretty much enjoy um so that's fun but I did get really stumped on one of them like I was stumped on it for two days I I went to twitter and discord and like posted a picture of it to try to get some help because I couldn't figure it out and uh, my friend Jessica from Bitch Team Alpha figured it out. For, well, first Megs tried to help me out. She gave me some suggestions, but that didn't work. Uh, but Jess figured out that this thing I was reading, like, this is what you use. It was actually, like, saying, no, we probably shouldn't use that one. And so once we switched that one out, it worked. And I was like, thank goodness, because, like, I'd been messing with that thing for too long. Um, and the weird thing about the potions is, like, you have to use the campfire to rest to refill them. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can't just go, like build them again so 
but it's fine. It's fine. Um, oh yeah. So one of the, one of the skills I unlocked has a percentage, a small percentage chance to do an insta kill. And let me tell you, Cody, that thing is fantastic. And even though I think it's like, I think the first one I got was for my main character and it was just a 29% chance, but I, like the first time I tried it, it, it worked and it killed him and it was like right at the beginning of the fight with this like mini boss fight and it just like made me feel so good and I was like I bet the developers even though there's only a 29% chance I bet the first time you use one of those they have it set up so that it works just to like give you that feel like yeah I got it um but yeah that thing's that thing's great so I've got most of my my characters at least a few of them leveled up where they've got a skill that has the chance to insta kill so been having a good time with it it's it's great um yeah oh and just what like i don't want to like give spoilers for the story but there is a queer relationship in the story too so i appreciated that and um so i think that's okay. that's all i have to say about it it's fun i don't know i, I have no like I, a really interesting game it's really cool i don't know how long this game is cody that's another thing like i want to like google it and say how long does it take to finish this game but like nobody's played it so I'm like ah. uh but like i feel like i'm getting i feel like i'm over halfway because of like how many skills i have unlocked and stuff um but like i feel like i at least have to finish these three forests and then i'll be like to the really top of the world tree and then like uh i don't know maybe maybe spoiler alert like a dragon has come back and so i feel like my final thing is i'm gonna have to face the dragon um and so i feel like i'm getting nearer to that i've seen the dragon so i feel like it's getting close there's a chance i could finish this game which is crazy i might not though you know i might be done but i'm having a good time and you know okay Check it out. It's on Game Pass. You can get it for free right now on Game Pass. So, and it's called Operencia: The Stolen Sun. Operencia is the name of the the land that you live in. So. Oh, okay. Yep. That's cool. Yeah. Right. So. Right. I'm glad you're enjoying yourself. Yeah. Speaking Except for those fucking enjoying, puzzles. Except for those puzzles. <laughs> Speaking of enjoying ourselves, Sam, I'm back to talk about the Division Two. Okay. Because, God, damn, I love the Division Two. That's great. It's fucking fun. It's really fucking fun. Um, like, so last we spoke, I was level three, so I hadn't done a lot. Like, I'd, yeah. I'd done a couple intro missions and yeah. like, um, I'm level eighteen now. Um, I'm. They give you a You're lot. You're fucking of speed. legal now, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> that sounded really fucking bad. Holy shit! All right. <laughs> um. So. After we after we talked, I kind of played a little bit, and I was kind of getting to a point where I was like, "All right, if these missions are always like this, like if and like because mm-hmm. like I like, fought a couple bosses that like felt kind of similar, and I was like, if these kind of like keep being like this, like this game's gonna get really repetitive real quickly." Um, legitimately was thinking that, and then the fucking mission went crazy. <laughs> uh, so I went to the first one that like really it's the uh, natural history history museum mm-hmm. in washington dc uh fucking incredible mission first of all if you get to that mission that's the fucking mission that sold me on this game uh i feel like and, it was sold last week before you got to that mission i mean i was yeah i was really enjoying myself <laughs> but um i'm like i'm very sold on this game right now yeah, uh yeah. just 
I've kind of found a play style I'm enjoying. Like, I like to hang back, and I have a sniper rifle, mm-hmm. uh, and I have a... I call it a marksman rifle. It's just a fucking rifle that's, like, it's single shot and, like... Like a scout like rifle. Round. A scout rifle, yeah. It's pretty much what I'm, like... That's what I'm liking. Um, it just... The sniping feels really good because, mm-hmm. like, usually a headshot is a one-shot kill. Yeah. That's at least a little bit... Unless they're wearing armor. Mm-hmm. Um... And then to combat the armor situation, I just recently picked up a uh, skill called the Chem Launcher, and I can shoot an Oxidizer, which uh, is like a little poison gas, and so I can shoot it, and like it'll leave a little poison gas for a little bit, and if the enemy has armor, it just fucking shreds the armor, <laughs> and if it doesn't, they just die to the fucking poison gas. Oh, like, that's awesome. The AI is smart enough to like kind of move away from it pretty quickly, but even just like one or two ticks, like that... That armor's draining. That's, like, kind of terrifying that there's something that just eats through armor. <laughs> it's, I mean, I, um, and yeah, so I, I got that, and, like, just having a blast playing this, like, because, yeah. like, I think, alright, I'm laying it fucking out there. The Division 2 is goddamn the best looter shooter out on the market right now. I love Destiny 2, but... Damn, is Division 2 fucking good. Like, they get loot so right. Loot drops all the fucking time. And there is not, like, a single... Like, there's not a day I'm playing where I don't get an upgrade. Like, you get an upgrade at least every, like, 20 minutes. Have you have you gotten to in-game yet? I'm not in end-game. I am in the middle. I feel like that, that's Even some of the stuff I've too. watched from end-game, it's okay. still that way. Yeah. And, like... Because once you hit 30, it goes from, like, level to gear score, which mm-hmm. is, like, item level or light level in Destiny. Um, but, like, and then, like, just the guns feel good and, like, the story, the missions feel good. And, like, so, like, what I thought was going on in Division 2 when I first started was, like, oh, it's just this one gang called the Hyenas. I think I called them the Jackals last last week. I, they're called the Hyenas. No, there's, like, multiple gangs running around. Like, there's the... And they all have a distinct, like, kind of play style, kind of. Yeah. Uh, so there's the hyenas who are, like, they have a dude who, like, does, like, I think it's called, like, spice. This Like, this dude will fucking, like, just do a handful of spice, which is, like, a drug. <laughs> and, like, he gets, like, fucking ragey and charges yeah. you with a baton. And so you gotta, like, deal with him. Uh, and then, like, they have, like, shotgunners who are just kind of charging you. And then they have uh, the True Sons, I think is what they're called. Okay. I feel like I'm just butchering these fucking names. Probably. Um... So they're true sons or the last sons, something like that. Who fucking cares? Some kind of sons. Um, they're kind of more military esque, where like they will flank you and like yeah. they like they play very tactically. And then I haven't run into a lot of them, but they're called the outcasts, and they seem kind of like a mix, where like sometimes they'll do some crazy shit, and then sometimes they won't. Um, and yeah, so like these these are like the three you're kind of playing against right now. Mm-hmm. Where I'm at, I'm kind of like in the mid game. Like mm-hmm. I'm only. 12 levels away from hitting max. Uh, and, like, I've been mainly playing solo, and I'm really... Like, this game is... You can play it solo. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's fun. Uh, but I started teaming up with Andy, and then Andy's friend Steve. We did a little, like... We did a couple missions together, and, like... A cool thing they do is... If you are a higher level, and you join someone who is lower, everything scales up. Like, they mm-hmm. get scaled up. And so, like... And I feel like this game is designed... It's designed for group play. Like, things feel better. I will say, uh, two people, the scaling is a little little crazy. (laughs) Uh, 
Because Andy and I were getting our fucking teeth kicked in a couple times. And then, like, the next night, we played with him, with his, his buddy Steve, and things felt a little bit nicer. <laughs> we, were, we were fucking taking care of business. So um, you're saying sometimes you just need a third to make things right? Yeah, you know, sometimes you do, you know? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, I don't know, like... And, like, where I'm coming from with, like, this is the best looter shooter yeah. is, like how in-depth like everything is like you get a piece of gear and like yeah i'm in the mid game right now so like i'm just really looking for more armor or more damage Mm -hmm. like i'm not really looking at stuff but i can tell when i hit end game i'm gonna be looking at every piece because like some guns come with like health on kill health on hit yeah that's really fucking useful if you're like taking a lot of damage uh there are so many skills like andy is rocking like two health things where like he can either he has a chem launcher that can shoot little like a health cloud around you that repairs your armor or he can throw a little drone and like the drone will come up and heal you and like he's kind of playing a support class right now and that's really fucking cool to me that's like world of warcraft level stuff like Mm -hmm. how in depth you can go and like there are mods for all this thing like i found a mod which i haven't been able to use yet um but it's like oh like you get an extra round in the chem launcher and like for the asset they kind of like uh the armor Oxidizer eating stuff, yeah. The armor eating stuff, like, you only get one round. But, like, the armor, okay. like, healing one, Andy has three rounds of it. And so, like, getting an extra round for me would be really nice. Yeah. Um. And, like, small thing, because I'm an idiot. So, something about the Seeker Mine, well, like, yeah. I got the one where it splits off. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, this is great. This is really useful. So I started dropping it. And I'm like, I guess the game was freaking out, and it thought I had an enemy next to me. It would explode. Well, fun fact: if it explodes next to you, you take the damage. Yeah. And I was like getting really pissed off, so I traded off of that. I was like, I don't fucking want this. Like, yeah. I'll go. I'll use a different ability. Andy's like, oh, you didn't know you could throw that. <laughs> I'm like, no, you can throw it. He's like, yeah, watch. And he just fucking chunks it, and I was like. That sounds like something I would do. <laughs> yeah, I was like, ah, oh, damn it! Like, how did I not realize that? Um, and so now I have. I'm using both the, nice. the chem launcher and the fucking secret mine. I can. I know. I know. I can throw it. Good job. Um, but yeah, like the game just feels so good. And like, I don't know. Like, I just. I guess because how I play in Destiny, where like I'm always mm-hmm. kind of using cover. Yeah. I'm just used to using cover yeah. all the time. Um, I do still have a couple complaints with like the movement at times. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if you get flanked by, like, a dude with a fucking minigun and they start laying into you, yeah. you got to fucking start ducking and diving. And there are times where you're trying to duck and dive and your character's like, let me do a ba- barrel roll. Oh, wait, no, let's get to this wall real quick. And I'm like, no, stop, shit, I don't want to die. Yeah. Um, I've definitely died a lot more. I think last time I was like, oh, I only died once. I've died a lot. But, like, <laughs> every time I die, I'm like, all right, well, now I know, yeah. hey, these guys are going to try to flank me here. I need to be prepared for that. Um, I oh I need to save the chem launcher because this guy likes to move around a lot. Like let me make sure he's like stationary for a long time before I use it. And like every like ah, I, just, I fucking love this game. <laughs> Holy That's shit! Awesome. Like, I'm like I'm glad there's like a video game. I'm actually like sitting there like all right like I want to go home and I want to do that mission because like and like there's all this side stuff to do. Like there are um, oh god whoa uh, whoa what just oh. happened? He got I, so excited I, he knocked over his camera. <laughs> I uh, punched the screen. Sorry. Um, like ah man um oh hold on 
Audacity's freaking out for some reason. Just want to make sure everything's okay. Because you punched it. I punched it fairly. Um, Oh, so there are, like, side missions uh, called reports. And, like, what you do for the reports is you either go donate, like, equipment. You can donate supplies. And, like, you're picking up supplies naturally, like, while you're playing. Mm Because, like, there's all this stuff you can loot all the time. Um, And then, like, there's pieces of gear. Like, you don't need these pieces of gear because, like, you're obviously just getting new upgrades every now and then. So you can donate that. And then to, like, complete them, like, you just go do activities in the world. Super easy. Like... When you finish a report... Do you get graded on a report card? You do not. That just is lame. Fuck you. Come on. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you do get like, you get blueprints. And like, I got a blueprint last night for, there's a sniper rifle I really love called the Model 700, like, or 7000, something like that. Um, it's like, I like the way the sight looks. I like mm-hmm. how it shoots. Like, it is very fucking strong. Like, I can like, I will, I can destroy some armor from elite. Um, and like, I like, it's a side like, it's cool that there's these side things you get to do, and like they mm-hmm. give a shit ton of experience. Like, there is no absentee of experience in this game. Like, you level up super quickly, yeah. no matter what you're doing. Um, and I don't know, like, it's just nice. There's always something to do, and like going and getting these blueprints so I can make my own weapons, I can make my own like attachments. It's just really nice and handy. Um, and, like, you're upgrading, uh, like, different bases. Like, the first base okay. you get to is called, like, the theater. And, like, mm-hmm. I just got to one called the campus. And I think apparently, a little bit spoilerly, not really, um, the campus, you can eventually unlock a barber. And, like, I'm interested to know if I can give myself a different beard because I kind of don't like my beard. Um, I like I like tattooed Luke Perry. I like yeah. how he's looking. But, I, you know, sometimes I want a different beard. Um yeah, I'm just really loving the division. It's a lot of fucking fun. Like, like playing with Andy and Steve was really cool. Because, um, like... And I don't know, like, how... Because I was helping them out, really. Like, I was helping them play through missions I'd already done. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of, you know, trying to help them get levels. And, like, I was still getting a good amount of XP from everything. So I was like, cool. But, like, we entered this one area and, like, never seen a yellow bar, like, an elite in that area before mm-hmm. we walked through there's a fucking random elite and i was like oh shit we gotta take care of that guy quick because like the boss is about to show up oh shit um and like it was just a really cool change of pace yeah. like i was like okay that's nice that they oh and then we finished the mission i don't know when the fuck like if this happens often but like a sandstorm kind of hit like <laughs> all the washington dc was just covered in like dust like an airplane had just crashed or something and it like we couldn't see shit and then we had to go to admission and it kept the sandstorm and like we i had done the mission earlier in the daylight yeah and then like i had done a mission and it was raining and like i couldn't see anything and then me and andy went and played it and it was bright as day and i was like this is so cool like it's a small touch but like holy shit is it awesome that's cool like i'm really loving the division two i like can't recommended enough if you were into these kind of tactical shooters or like you liked division one like i can't believe like because like two weeks ago i was like ah do i really want to play division like <laughs> anthem just kind of let me down and like uh yeah but no like i'm sold like i love the division i'm excited and like they're just about to drop their first like kind of like kind of big dlc thing uh it's, it's out by the time you're listening to this um but it introduces their first big raid and like I'm excited to possibly get in there and try that eventually. It's, this seems really cool. Yeah. But yeah. Division 2. Nice. It's fucking amazing. Well, I'm, I'm glad loving you're it. loving it. That's really cool. Yeah. 
Alright. Speaking of looter shooters. Speaking of. We got some news. Yep. So, they announced a lot of Borderlands news. Uh, there was a Borderlands board game announced. Or, like, they're gonna start having a Borderlands board game. It's like a, a card board game, board game kind of thing. Yeah. It was um, weird. And then they announced the remaster of the first Borderlands game, which is, I don't think it's ever been remastered, so that's out there now. And then finally... They officially announced Borderlands 3. It's been, like, fucking years in the making, but it happened. Like, goddamn. So, Sam, like, what were your initial reactions to the announcement? Let me tell you. So, I was off work that day. I was just at home. I was like, okay, I'll watch this. I'm sure it's going to be exciting and cool. Uh, It was this whole thing, this whole presentation was not what you would call exciting or cool, in my opinion. It was very boring. Um, most of it was Randy Pitchford up there talking and then like apparently doing an extended magic trick in relation to this card game thing. Honestly, I took a little break. I was setting up, I got a new alarm clock. I was working on that back in the bedroom. I came back. I was like, what the hell is even happening right here? I just wanted (laughs) to see some cool stuff. Right. Um, and then they were having technical difficulties. Like the videos they were trying to show were like glitchy and laggy. Um, but they eventually showed it, and then they eventually showed the Borderlands 3 trailer, and that thing looked fucking badass, okay? Yeah. That was, like, could have skipped everything else and just shown that trailer, because it looked really cool. It's exciting. I, I've i only ever played Tales from the Borderlands and then just, like, a little bit of the first one, so I'm not familiar with these characters, but I'm sure, like, people who are would see people and be like, oh my god, it's that person, oh my god, it's that person, you know? There was some woman who had this real cool-looking ability where she, like, flexed and, like, all these like phantom arms come out yeah. of her and she looked badass um everybody looked pretty badass uh i i thought it looked cool cody what did you think oh yeah i'm with you 100 like i thought this game looks amazing i'm excited for it i can't wait to play it um i'm 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 gonna finally beat a borderlands game like this is my goal here yeah um well, i think so like the four like starting characters are all new characters those aren't like there so. are like returning characters like uh there's a character named lilith who's been in all the games and then like the uh antagonists uh the twins are new characters but yeah the like characters you play as the one who flexes there's like a robot who has animal like uh not animals but like pets uh, i thought it was a woman inside a ro- uh mech suit that's another character oh there okay is a okay robot character who has cool like, pets um i like pets like, a little british dude uh, I think I think it's Zane. Just know. a random little British dude. He's he's yeah, really no. powerful, really. Believe us, it's fine. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for this. Like I, everything was cool. Like they're marketing the hell out of this. Like well, and the one thing that they were showing was all these different uh, worlds that you're gonna go to. Yeah. So I guess like you're getting off Pandora, like the main world, for like the first yeah. time really. And the stuff, the scenery looked really cool. So I think it'd be really interesting to to go try that stuff out. So yeah, 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 and like. It seems like they're going to keep it, like, on May 1st, they're showing, like, a huge gameplay reveal thing. So, like, we're going to be hearing about Borderlands 3 for a while. It seems like they're really, like, hyping this thing up. And, like, I'm excited yeah. for it. I, I can't wait to play it. Yeah. I think it'd be yeah. fun. So, um, did you want to talk about, we were having a discussion in our Discord uh, because they released the pricing for some of these special editions and the collector editions. Yeah, I, I didn't get a chance to look at these, so why don't you, you go over it? Okay, well... 
unfortunately i don't i don't know the full pricing uh it was like for in in the u.s this collector's edition was like over 150 dollars i believe but you know our friend meg's australia things are more expensive in australia she showed us for for them it's like 350 dollars for this collector's edition and that's just like blowing my mind that like something is that expensive and that people are actually going to pay for that because i mean that's i mean i don't know how much it is in australia but i mean that's a console that's like a nice console you know um i'm just wow in my head i feel like the borderlands collector's editions are actually usually worth it though because like i want to say one of them straight up came in like one of the chests that you open in game to get oh, okay. like, loot out of like that's yeah. what it was like the, you open it and like the game is there and like there's some physical stuff yeah and, like that always seemed kind of worth it like when there's something that makes it worth it yeah yeah um but like collector's distance that are like here's the game and the statue that's gonna break on you in like two weeks <laughs> and it's oh. like hundred dollars it's like ah fuck no i can't do that can't be pulling those those anymore or like the fallout 76 where they give you the bag oh, yeah, they, that's yeah, the they shitty give you the bag. bag that's just a trash bag pretty much <laughs> yeah um uh do you I mean, do yeah, you want to have our question real quick yeah we can do that question real quick okay because while we were talking about this Groon, i'm sorry byron i'm sorry wait we were gonna call him something byron byron he hated that but hey it yeah. happens uh he wrote us a two-part question number one have you ever bought a collector's edition for any game? If so, what was it? And two, which collector's edition have you wanted to buy? If so, what game was it? Cody, do you have uh, any that you've bought? The only collector edition I've ever bought. So actually, I bought it like a year after it came out. Um, so I bought the Overwatch oh, uh-huh. collector's edition. Like when it was on sale at GameStop. <laughs> it was on sale and I got my employee discount because that was when I worked at GameStop for the holidays. So it was like $60. Nice. And I got it bumped up to like 40 And okay. it came with a Soldier 76 statue, some postcards, the art book, and then the game was for Xbox One. And I gave it to my brother yeah. so my niece could play it on Xbox. Um, yeah. Like, I've thought about buying collector's editions before. Like, uh, I think the Destiny 2 one, I debated it really heavily because I was like, ooh kind of want that um god of war i yeah. really debate it because that statue of kratos and uh wow i'm blanking on the boy's name atreus atreus i just blanked on that name so i was like kratos and boy that's really what you need to call him so. yeah um i really debated that one and then uh there haven't been any really recently i've debated yeah. but like those two i was definitely like ooh, kind of want those what about you I'm not really a big collector. Like, I don't, like, collect things and have things around. So I haven't really been tempted by collector's editions of games. Like, I'm usually just like, I just want to play the game. But I will tell you this. I did buy the collector's edition of the Lost TV show. The, oh. the full series. And actually, I have it here. Let me let me show you. So this is my, this is my Lost. Oh, damn. And it's this, like, little pyramid-shaped thing. It's really cool. Um, so, of course, it came with the full season of stuff. 
Uh, here's a little map of the island on the inside. Um, it came with a little flashlight that's a blue light, and you had Ooh. to like use it to see clues on here to let you know that this thing turns, and there's a hidden compartment, and there's like some DVD, some DVD in here. I don't remember. It's probably okay. like some type of special features. I'm sure I watched it back when I got it, but obviously this is quite old. Um, but yeah, and then it also has some type of like, uh, in like the last season, I think, of Lost, you see like way back when, like a long time ago on the island, and there were these guys and they played some game. And so this has like the stones and these sticks that go with that game. Um, I don't mm. know if I ever actually looked into how that works. Um, uh, there was like this little letter, this like weathered looking letter from like, I think from the old times, and then an onk, which also has a secret compartment with a little scroll that has something in it. I don't I don't remember what that is. I'm not going to pull it out right now. But I had some pretty cool stuff. Uh, and I, I love Lost. So, and I wanted the full series uh, anyway. So, I thought it was worth it. It still sits out on my little uh, coffee table. But, uh, but, yeah. I feel like it was a good investment. So. Yeah. And it's cool to look at. So, yeah. That's my only one. Cool to say. Uh... When they released Friday the Thirteenth the game physically, they had mm-hmm. that collection edition. The only thing that was stopped me from buying it was I already own the mask. Yeah, and I was like, I, I really just wanted the poster inside. Yeah, and like, and I own the game digitally, so like, I was just like, oh, it's not really worth it to buy. Like, but I thought yeah. about that one really hard. I was like, ooh, do I want that one? I don't know. <laughs> sometimes those collection editions are just like they're just too expensive. Sometimes. And like in my mm-hmm. head, like I'm like, oh, pre-order from GameStop, and like just pay off a little bit here and there. But then I forget, and then the day comes, and they're like, hey, we want a hundred dollars from you, and I'm like, ah, go lot. fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. All right, so yeah, Borderlands Three and Clash of just Yeah. Um, all right, so we're gonna talk real quick about so Kotaku, uh, Jason Schreier released a article about Anthem and like what went wrong and he also released the video I watched the video Sam watched the video and read the article um, and it just kind of highlights like why Anthem didn't didn't I guess meet expectations but also like why like, everything that was going on behind the scenes and it kind of shined a light on a lot of like things like how, yeah like a couple things that like really stood out for me is like how bad it is that EA is forcing people to use the Frostbite engine for things that the Frostbite engine should not be used for. Um, and also just the resources to get help with the Frostbite engine. They go to the money makers, like yeah. Battlefields and FIFA or whatever, uh, yeah. and other games do not get the support that they need when they need it um, because yeah. of that. So, And how there was really no clear, like, clear vision for what anthem was like, it was constantly changing like they couldn't yeah. get it figured out so like it had like a six to seven year production cycle really but then the actual like making the game happened in the last 18 months which is crazy yeah. like that explains a lot like yeah and they were um, saying that you know towards the end like because they had a deadline. EA said, this has to launch by the end of our fiscal year, so it has to come out, ready or not. Um, but, like, developers were saying that the game wasn't even in a fully playable state, so they couldn't play it through and test it to see how stuff 
fully worked because it wasn't all the way put together yet. Um, and then, like, just the kind of, like, a very apparent, like, crunch and stress that a lot of these developers, like, yeah, like Bioware lost a lot of developers and workers during the process of Anthem being made because of well, how bad it was. They, they lost people who just left, but then also, like, a, a significant number of people were apparently having to go on stress leave, which is yeah. just, like like a like a mental health break like their doctors were like kind of forcing them to get out of this environment so that they could get back to a normal state so people were taking like weeks or months off to to try to get themselves in an okay state which is just like if that's happening obviously it's fucked up like that that's not okay you shouldn't you shouldn't need to do that in in your work environment so it's just like Oh, it was just, it was a shocking read. It was an emotional read. Like, I was reading through this stuff and, like, I was getting choked up, like, seeing, yeah. like, all the stuff that these people went through trying to, trying to get this game put out. And it's just, like, I'm really glad that Jason wrote the article so that we can all, like, really understand what happened. And, like, other people on Twitter have been saying things like, you know, substitute the name Bioware for my company or other companies, and like this is a common yeah. story, which is just like we're we're trying to get this more out in the open, and like more people are understanding what really goes into making our games. Um, but it's just it's horrifying. Then, uh, like to, I think today when we were recording this, Jason had an article in the New York Times about how video games need to have a union. And yeah. Like, it makes sense like yeah like because the amount of stuff you go through just to like one day wake up and like hey company's folded mm-hmm. and you yeah, get nothing yeah, yeah good luck yeah. yeah the like 80 hour work weeks you were doing or for nothing like that really sucks um i think the very telling thing also about this is just the the initial response bioware put out which is definitely like a it felt like it was just like ea and like being like, hey, you guys have to put a statement on about this. Um, it was very just kind of like, we don't agree with like bringing other people down. We believe in like positivity, not negativity. And it's like, you didn't read the article. You just well, you saw the headline. And here's the thing. So this is an extremely long article. Uh, I think it probably took me about 40 minutes to read through it. Like, and it, I mean, I read kind of fast. So like 40 minutes to an hour is probably how long it might take you to read this article. And they released their statement like 15 minutes after the article was published. So it's like, you really couldn't read through all of that and, you know, have your thoughts put together. I think they had previously kind of gotten some bullet points about stuff that was going to be addressed in the article, but like they, they didn't have time to read the full article and, and form a response. So, um, I did there there was some other article today I think uh Casey Hudson who is one of the yeah. leads of BioWare um who came back actually to help with this uh you know he was he was saying that you know they want to make changes they want to make things better and they're committed to to working on that so that was like a much more positive statement than yeah. the one BioWare had originally released so uh hopefully you know shining a light on it will Get changes i don't i don't know like is stuff gonna change it's so i think it's such a i think it will just because of how like what was it like two weeks ago uh 
was it EA or Microsoft laid off like a bunch of people and it was like the week after GDC or something like that. Yeah, it um, wasn't Microsoft. I don't remember who it was. I think it was, I EA. Think it was EA. Um, I feel like like with these things coming a common occurrence, like yeah, we're gonna get video game unions Hopefully. very soon. Definitely, um, yeah. We definitely hope because uh, like it's, it's rough. Like it's terrible that that can happen to you. Yeah, well, and part of what the article was saying also was like there was this idea of Bioware magic in quotes there, oh, yeah. which is the way that they would operate on most of their games is they would kind of stuff would be on fire and then at the very end everything would come together just the way it needed to to get it out like that was like the latest dragon age game came out that way and like it was great and everything was fine and so they just like in any game they expect that that's what's going to happen is that it can be a shit show leading up to it but at the end sometime somehow it's magically going to come together um and like as i was reading that i was like this sounds exactly like the fire festival documentaries that I was watching. <laughs> like it was just like like how did they think this was gonna be okay? Um, yeah. But yeah, oh man, it's. I feel really bad for Anthem. Uh, I feel really bad for all of the people who worked on it and put all this effort into it to just like. Like, the, the developers would bring stuff up to management, and they would get overruled. They would be like, that doesn't matter. We've got to ship it, so we're just going to deal with whatever we've got. Um, and having also, having to deal with that. The fact that they weren't allowed to use the word destiny. Cause oh, like, right. Yeah. That was a bunch of fucking, like, what? Okay. Yeah, like they weren't even allowed to talk about Destiny. So, like, you couldn't bring up... The developers couldn't bring up a point like, oh, Destiny does this well, or Destiny doesn't do this well, so we should do this differently. Like, they weren't allowed to to say that which is just ridiculous because i mean you have you have to check in with your competition see what's going on you know but yeah it's just a it's a really sad situation um you know they're still working on anthem and hopefully you know stuff will get into a better state people will give it a chance again i mean i i mean kind of want i kind of want to get a group together and just like have four of us and go in and play it again and just like be like you know what let's just give this another try um they've made some updates I think okay. it'll have its No Man's Sky. Hopefully, yeah. Like, yeah. Because uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, that was the last one, right? That was the yeah. one. That, yeah, it, it, they fixed stuff on that, and people came around and are now like, you know, that's a great game now. They fixed all the problems. It's it's okay. So hopefully Anthem will get fixed up that way as well. So, yeah. But. All right. Real quick, we're going to do one more news, and we're going to do a question. Um. All right, so there's a debate around Sekiro, Saturday Twice, about should an easy mode be put in to a game like this where it is definitely about the challenge. Um, I have a very quick response to this. Yeah, I think an easy mode should go into it, because guess what? You can still play on your challenging mode, and that's fine, but it's a beautiful game, and maybe someone wants to experience it, but they don't have the, like, say they're old, and they don't have, like, the finger strength to do it or say they have a disability but they still want to experience the game just put a fucking easy mode in it doesn't hurt you it's not gonna fucking it's not the end of the world they have an easy mode that's my thought on it you guys know yeah i mean i agree with what you say i think it would be great if everything did um but like thinking about this has got me thinking about like other things like we're talking about sekiro shadows die twice right but i mean this can apply to a lot of different games as well um division two doesn't have 
settings for difficulty. Destiny doesn't have settings for difficulty. Cuphead doesn't, you know? Um, so, like, it's not like this is a limited thing. There's a lot of games out there that, yeah. that don't, don't do that. And it's just, like, kind of the, the state that I'm in right now when I think about it is it's just, like, do, do you want everyone to play your game? Or do you really not want everyone to play your game? Because, I mean, you know, a company can say, of course we want everyone to play our game, but really you don't if you're setting it up in certain ways where just people, some people just are not going to be able to play your game because of either physical disabilities or just because of how they are as a gamer. You know, like, people have a, a skill threshold like, I'm never going to be as good at first-person shooters as Cody is. Like, I could spend hours and hours practicing, and my my hands would be so sore that I couldn't move before I would reach that level. Um, so it's just like, there's there's just so much you can do. And it's just, you know, they don't want everyone to play their game. It's like, you can say, like, yeah, I want everyone to be able to play this game, but we didn't put subtitles in it, so I mean, really we don't want hearing impaired people to play our game. Like, we're, we're not going to put in that effort. We don't care about that. So it's just like, kind of like, oh, like just thinking about that and how much a developer really wants you or not. It's just like, yeah. So it, it really makes me appreciate games that do make the effort. You know, like yeah. Celeste, it's a hard as nails game, but it wanted everyone to be able to play it. So they put in the assist mode so truly everyone can play it. I finished the game. And so like, if I can do it, yeah, anyone can do it. Um, Falcon Age is the new game that's coming out uh, next week. And they had their game set and then they got feedback where people were like, you know, the combat, a lot of people can't handle this. They're not gonna be able to get through it. So they were like, okay, well, we'll make this new mode where Combat is completely optional. Enemies just don't see you. So you can engage with them if you want to. Otherwise, you can just walk right by. And so you don't even have to fight if you don't want to. And it's just stuff like that that just feels really nice. So like when a developer makes the effort and really says, we do want everyone to play these games. We do want everyone to be together. It's it's a really great feeling. And so, you know, some developers are just going to do what they're going to do. And... That can suck sometimes, but I think it's important to just celebrate the ones that are doing good. Because, like, you know, reward those as much as you can. Hopefully more will pick up on it and want to do the same thing. But, you know, until then, it's kind of sucks for, for people. So, yeah. but yeah. Okay. And then we have one listener question. We've been sitting on for a while. Friend Megs wants to know, which is worse? The worst X-Men movie or the worst Fantastic Four movie? But we're also going to say which one is the best one because we're all about positivity around here. Exactly. You got to counterbalance uh, that negativity. And so to counterbalance that negativity, uh, let's start it off real quick. Uh, well, I and real quick, Fantastic Four Cody. Dog shit. They're dog shit. Cody didn't even want to answer this question because he thought there was no room for a debate because you think all of the Fantastic Four movies are just, are just crap. Uh, but my opinion, the worst out of all of them is x-men apocalypse really it was it was such a disappointment because like i like uh. the x-men movies like i really like the stuff and i feel like there were just so many wasted opportunities there uh for some of the characters like i mean honestly i did not like oscar isaac at all as 
apocalypse. He just felt like yeah. stiff and weird in it. Uh, it was just it was it was not it was disappointing. And I can say with the with the Fantastic Four movies. I had fun watching those movies. I'm like, all right, they're not great movies, but they were fun. Fucking Chris Evans as the Human Torch, A+. Okay, that movie, it gets a pass because that's great. Um, The sequel to that, I don't really remember it, but, like, it was fine. You know, I didn't, like... Galactus was a giant tornado in space. I didn't... It wasn't memorable enough for me to dislike it strongly, so it gets a pass. Uh, The latest Fantastic Four movie... I liked it. I mean, it had its faults, but I was like, yeah, I had fun watching it. It was fine. Uh, but yeah, so X-Men Apocalypse is the one where I'm just like, no, nah, man. I, I didn't I didn't. Not what I expected. It. I thought you were going to do with an X-Men Origins Wolverine, maybe. And I was like... No, that was fine. <laughs> I, I, I think that movie's fine up until like the end, but yeah. No. Yeah. Um, but yeah. All right, so so what's what's the best of the best? Obviously, it's not a Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> So I've had this four movies, sorry. Um, I think the best one for me... Oof. See, I like to separate There's the Logan. best, and then there's your favorite. Uh, are we doing, can we do both? Yeah, well, yeah. Okay, I think best is Logan. Uh, yes, absolutely. Logan's yeah. such a fucking good... I can, I've only seen Logan once because I don't want to cry again about yeah. it. It's so good. Um, but it's hard on your heart, so... Favorite... I feel like I really love First Class. Like That's First what Class. I was gonna say. That's First my Class favorite. First Class is a really good movie. Like, I really hand, like, like it. Like after X Men Three, First Class is what we fucking needed because X Men Three was rough. Um, yeah, but I mean, I just I really like James McAvoy. Yeah. I really like. I don't think I really knew who Michael Fassbender was before this movie, but I really liked him mm. in that. Um, I forget her name, Jennifer. Uh, Mystique, that's her name. Lawrence? Shit. Yes, I liked her as Mystique. It was. I like her in first class. I love her, but like yeah. after that, she's gotten a little much, and I think they should really just kind of. Well, I mean, the stuff could happen in Dark Phoenix. Oh, yeah, Dark Phoenix. So... Is going out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, which also, I'm super excited about that movie. Like, I get more and more excited each new trailer that comes out. Um, but yeah, X Men First Class. It's a good movie. It's a good one. It's a really yeah. good movie. So. That's her favorite. Logan is the best. So, it's, it's so good. So, yeah. Honorable mention to that first Deadpool movie. Like, yeah. Really good. Yeah, really good. Definitely. It's a good movie. But, yeah. All right. That's going to do it. That's the show, guys. Hope you yeah. guys enjoyed. Um, you got to hear about some games we love and some games we hate. Um, fucking Power Rangers. God damn it. I'm thinking about it again. All right. So, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Geekcar Games. You can write into us through email at contact at geekcargames.com. You can find our YouTube videos at geekcargames.com slash YouTube. You can find our Twitch streams, which you'll be able to watch the archive. Oh, wait, no, we're not streaming that. Never mind. Yeah. I'm probably not going to stream. Right. It's, it's yeah. hard. It's a, so. Who cares? All right. You can find our Twitch streams, which we'll eventually do some more of, at uh, twitch.tv slash geekcargames. You can find our merch, which we have a new shirt, the Geekart and Club up at uh, geekcardgames.com slash shirts. Find our Discord channel at geekcardgames.com slash Discord. You can leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify. Give us a like on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. On Twitch. Yeah, Twitter. I mean, you can follow us on Twitter, too. Um, 
we appreciate all the ways you can support us that way. Uh, anything else, Sam? No, you got it. All right, doing good. All right, I am at Combo Cody on Twitter. Sam, where can they find you? Also on Twitter at S K S U V A K. Hell yeah! All right, that's gonna do it. Have a great week, you guys. We hope you uh, have a fun one. Uh, Sam, take it away. We're just two geeks who heart games. Do 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 do. It's not morphin time. It's not.